What up, y'all? Welcome to Queer Walk, the podcast. This is Money, uh, your... Damn it. I thought I had something. That's why I started recording. I don't. I'm just money. That's a good thing to be. (laughs) And I'm Nikita. And even though I'm trying to mask it, you can probably hear. I'm pretty sick. So I'm just a local, friendly neighborhood sick bitch. So your voice ain't all... Sexy on this episode. We ain't gonna get the the rave reviews about that sexy ass voice. No, we will. Moving on along. <laughs> Drop the intro. Release the intro. Stop doing that. <laughs> it's so whack. Your chocolate demeanor and your cocoa kisses. I see your flow from a distance. Your vibe inside my submission. I give you all of me. Wanna make you proud of me. We see the God in all you do. Your light is harmony. Every type, darkest night, brightest light. I'm loving your soul. They hate you, replace you, take you, but know that you go. Worldwide from every continent. I just want you to jig a little bit. Move them hips, feel that bliss. Hug your sister, make a fist. Don't resist your temptation. You amazing, no limitation. My favorite in this matrix. We move by your vibration and that's love. I hope you hear that on the daily, cause baby you love. I hope you hear that on the daily, cause baby you love. I hope you hear that on the daily, cause baby you love. You love. Hey. I hope you hear that on the daily. So, you wanna tell people where they can find us, Nikita? Oh my god, I don't know off the top of my head. You can find us on Twitter at Queer Walk Pod. You can also find us on the same thing on Instagram. And you can also shoot us an email at queerwalkpod at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook. Oh, right, Facebook. That still exists. I know. I haven't been there in years. It's like tumbleweeds over there. I'll still be on it. Why? Oh. Organizing you, stuff. I, that was about to say, yeah. could you organize and do shit? All right, y'all, this is a, a episode that's being recorded later than we usually record. So if yeah. y'all hear noises that you wouldn't usually hear in an episode, it's because I don't have time to edit it and y'all y'all want the content. Right. So y'all will forgive us. You will. If And, I, and Nikita has rubbed off on me, so I'm sitting over here with pages of notes. Right. And so. I'm... I'm you know, normally I like to have notes, but in the words of Whitney, today I have nothing. That's <laughs> what you've been saying this whole time. I don't. Um. All right. Well, I know you don't have anything, but would you like to tell people how they can contribute? You know, I love telling the people and the listeners where they can contribute. So you can do a one-time, preferably hefty donation. <laughs> Uh, to our PayPal, which is paypal.me slash queerwalk, or you can become a sustainer of this here amazing uh, queerwalk podcast, and you can become a sustainer or a patron by going to patreon.com slash queerwalkpod. Yes. Um, and if you can't support monetarily, um, this necklace is very noisy. I should have took it off before we started recording, but... Uh, you can always contribute by using the hashtag, hashtag QueerWOC. And it's Pride Month. This is our first episode of Pride Month. Oh, my God, right. Yes. Ow, 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 twerks in my chair. Um, so queerly body rolls down the timeline. Oh, my gosh. You were so hype about that tweet. I was. I was excited about it. It was a good one. I was excited because you haven't tweeted in a while. Yeah. And so... I didn't think we got hacked. I actually I was wondering. <laughs> I was going to text you after to be like, "Relax, it's just me." Yeah. So, y'all can so we're specifically using the hashtag three ways this month. One is to submit your like pride photos. Mm-hmm. So, if you're out doing any kind of, you know, like pride festivities or thotting and bopping, flourishing and frolicking, just throw it in the hashtag and we'll retweet it or repost it like on Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff. Special emphasis on those thotting and bopping photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see everybody. Ooh, everybody's what? <laughs> I'm just trying to see everybody. That's all mm-hmm. I said. You know, community. Mm-hmm. Okay, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't 
don't want to see pictures. Mm-hmm. The second way we're using the hashtag this month is to respond to the uh, the episodes, obviously. And we got some surprises coming for y'all as far as episodes go. Oh, we do. Yes. So, use the hashtag. Make sure you're responding. Um, where And that's any platform that supports a hashtag. Yes. Um, and then the last way is to suggest topics or maybe ask us questions during Pride mm-hmm. that we can answer on Twitter or on Instagram Live. Because people really liked Instagram Live. I think it was because I was just bullying you in real time. But yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, so if you have questions for us, put it in the hashtag. Put it in the hashtag. hashtag queer W-O-C-C-C. Why are you whispering it? They need to be able to hear where they can use the hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. hashtag queer W-O-C. W-O-C. Yes, and that's WAC. Yes. <laughs> we have not told listeners where they can listen to the podcast. Oh, well, you could do that. Okay. Well... You can listen to this illustrious, amazing, wonderful podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. And so now do we want to move on to Queer Walk of the Week? And just for those who might not know, Queer Walk of the Week is a segment where we highlight um, either a contemporary uh, queer woman of color doing amazing, badass things, or one of our queer woman of color ancestors who or did. Luminaries. I like that word y'all been using. Luminaries. Luminaries. Ooh. Illuminate. <laughs> oh, the root. Luminate. You know, you know we're wordsmiths here. At- no, you're a wordsmith, bitch. I don't know what you be saying half the time. <laughs> okay. I feel summarily shut down. So do you want to tell us who the queer walk of the week mm-hmm. is? Yes. So, it is Pride Month, and uh, I always like to remind people that we would not have Pride had it not been for trans women of color. Mm-hmm, that's right, that's right. <laughs> getting buck as fuck at the Stonewall Inn. <laughs> so, the real, original, knuck if the, you buck. The, <laughs> the originators of the knuck if you buck. Um, and so, so, our first... Uh, Queer Walk of the Week for Pride Week for Pride Month is Sylvia Ray Rivera. Yes. Um, and so I feel like I can't say why I really wanted to do Sylvia as our first Queer Walk of the Week for Pride Month. Why? Because I I committed a crime. Oh, <laughs> okay. You Which just I not think share that on the air. I think was channeling her spirit, and she would have like she thoroughly supported me yeah. in that. Um, I'm just remembering that story of her being arrested because she tried to uh, break into the New York City, like, um, council meeting <laughs> and in, like, a short skirt and some heels through the window. <laughs> Holy shit, I did not know that piece yes. of history. Yes. Um, so I've been reading a lot about her uh, recently because I knew I wanted to do her for Queer Walk of the Week because I think, um, especially last year, a lot of folks kind of heard about, um, you know, like, her her best friend Marsha P, mm-hmm. Marsha P Johnson, um, you know our homie Diamond Styles, over, right. oh, our homies over at Marsha's Plate, that's their namesake. So you know, um, yeah. So I feel like a lot more people might be familiar with Marsha sure. P and her contribution, and so I really wanted to let folks know that like Sylvia Rivera was right there next right. to her, and actually in a lot of the photos they are literally side by side. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to tell folks about Sylvia and like what her, what her activism really did for us to even have pride. Right. Um, so Sylvia was born in New York. Um, and so she was just a fierce ass, uh, Latina, um, I believe Puerto Rican and Venezuelan. I don't have like the notes right in front of me, y'all. Cause like I said, we doing this real late. Mm-hmm. We usually be recording on Sundays and have all the time in the world. Um, but yeah, so grew up, you know, in um, in New York City and had like a really rough start to life. And that just like propelled her pretty much into activism, which right. most of our lives do, sure, you know? exactly. Um, and so what stands out to me the most about Sylvia is that I think we have a lot of stories currently because we have like the language for these things like transgender, mm-hmm. um, genderqueer, um, non-binary, but Sylvia was coming of age, like growing up in New York City in like the '60s, when there w- there wasn't that language, and so like a lot of a lot of those people who 
like were around that time, we would use the language like trans to describe now, but mm-hmm. there wasn't there weren't right. words like that back then. And she, I mean, I was reading about her in fourth grade wearing makeup to school. So it's oh, like wow. always, mm-hmm. um, you know, just being her her authentic self right. in spaces. Um, and so you know, like grew up on the streets of New York, uh, just like getting it <laughs> how she could live. And was was from the start like a trans activist, and which, which again is at a time where where like transness is not even um, like a term yet, mm-hmm. and um, so and I think it's also important to point out that this is this is so when everybody likes to talk about the Stonewall movement as like the start of um, like gay rights mm-hmm. movements and. That, it, while true, it kind of erases, like I said, the trans women of color who really kicked that shit off. And, mm-hmm. and it, it, it it was a riot against the police because the police were policing people who were, quote unquote, visibly queer. Right. And, and those people are obviously going to be the gender nonconforming folks right. so the, who we would now call trans. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, and then also right after that. Uh, I think it's important to point out how, like, the the quote-unquote gay rights movement tried to, like, mainstream and shit. Like, we're just like you, which we see now. Like, Mm -hmm. with the the gay gay marriage, um, same-sex marriage being so celebrated. Um, And so, in order to do that, they left out Mm -hmm. folks like trans folks, folks like what, what we would call, like bisexual these days you know it's like lesbian and gay and mostly white Mm -hmm. um and like we're just like you so give us our rights and um sylvia was like known for being the one yelling at rallies like (laughs) right bitch no you ain't gonna forget us no no y'all want to go sit up here in your cushy ass little homes what about like the sex workers what about Mm -hmm. the girls (laughs) you know like you will not erase us um and I, i and so thinking about like that Riot that kicked it off at the Stonewall Inn on June 28th, 1969. Um, she was quoted as as saying, because, you know, there's, there's this story about Marsha P. throwing a shot glass right. at, at the cop. And everybody was like, well, it's on there. <laughs> <laughs> and so Sylvia says, I ain't missing this. This is the revolution. Right, right. And <laughs> so, which I need on a shirt. Like, I yeah. need that on a shirt. Um, yeah. And so... And I like this is just like very brief highlights and moments um, from Sylvia's life. I mean, um, so so many times like we don't get to like meet our heroes, but like in comparison to her, like her peers of the time, Sylvia did live longer. Um, I think she passed away in like two thousand two or three from um, liver cancer, mm-hmm. some kind of cancer. Um, and like, ve- like right up till the end, like there's stories of her, like on her deathbed, um, still saying like, you know, don't forget the, don't forget the trans girls basically. Um, and people call her like the Rosa Parks of the, of the modern, uh, like trans rights movement because she was, she was like not unafraid to get arrested, which is like speaking to her bravery because like, no, I mean, no wit. Nobody is really safe in a prison, but right, especially right. talking about like um, a Latina trans woman in mm-hmm. the '60s and '70s, like just just epic. Um, and and we also have her activism to thank for the T being added to the acronym. Um, and so yeah, Sylvia Rivera, y'all. Just the only thing that I just wanted to add, just you know, thinking about what just happened, what's been happening currently, is that. Um, I think we just read that in that piece that Sylvia Rivera was a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And then just on Saturday, I think it was Saturday, June 2nd, it was um, the day called International Whores Day. And there's mm-hmm. been, there's a oh, lot yeah. of, there's a lot of um, organizers holding um, rallies, teachings, and other kinds of things mm-hmm. to bring a, uh, awareness um, to the fact that, you know, sex work is work and yes. there's, you know, specific um, conditions that would make the lives of sex workers um, easier and so like bringing up like decriminalization and one of my friends um, in New York City was posting photos and like with the organization and the group that she works with they were like um, they were made an explicit effort to make sure that trans women of color yes. were like at the um, at the center yes so just like to bring those kind of you know that past and that contemporary piece together yes which you do so well Thank you know you. I try yeah 
But yes, I mean, shout out and big ups to yes. you know Sylvia and, Rivera. Uh, presente, presente. Cause you, yeah, because mm-hmm. I was about to say Ashe. We could do both, but you know, diaspora, right? <laughs> Ashe and presente. Yes. Um. All right. So y'all want to show out in the community contributor segment? True. Obviously. Yeah. Like the, you know, the last time I was like, oh, this is my favorite community contributor because y'all just you know shined but mm-hmm. clearly y'all was like oh really bitch and just wanted to up that yeah, so. I'm about to say people you know they're vying for the top spot just showing up and showing out yes um so all right before we get to the new reviews which thank y'all for coming through with the reviews because yeah. y'all know we have the goal to reach 100 reviews on itunes by the end of pride month and i think we're at like 60, we're at 66 right 66. now so yeah i know we could do it that just means like uh, like 34 more, y'all. Yeah. That's just go ahead, click the stars. You already listening. Just go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I'm that? Not, I'm not, you know, you the for profit model. This is just how you, you just like to sound like a for profit um, higher education um, institution commercial. All right. But so before we get to the new reviews, I just wanted to shout out uh, a few people who like contacted us in Waking Life. And why us, I mean me. So, <laughs> what does that mean in waking life? Uh, like in actual physical life. Oh, like yeah. So, got a handwritten letter. All right, so we got a letter from a listener, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I can use uh, their name, so I'm just gonna like read it. Um, so it says, "What up, Money and Nikita? Uh, sending you lots of love from the nine five six, aka the Valley." I don't know if I can use their name because they didn't say. So I'm just gonna say thank you so much for the letter. Um, and they sent us lots of love. They said they love the podcast and their friends and them listen uh, to the episodes together down in you know the nine five six the valley because you know we were trying to find RG. Is that RGV? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, you know we also have to shout out Philly. Because Philadelphia is always represented in our top cities. Well, shout out like, to Philly. Ev- yeah, so shout out to Philly, too. So, yeah, so thank you so much for the handwritten letter. It really means a lot. Handwritten? That's, damn, Throwback, that's sweet. right? Yeah. I want to, like, frame it. It's so That amazing. is, I really appreciate a good handwritten letter. Yeah. Thank you so much. We know you do, because you were, like, born in the wrong century. Get your hands off of me. <laughs> I also wanted to thank uh, Heaven, who I bumped into at a concert, who had me feeling hella special when they came up to me and was like, I like your podcast. Did, I was like, oh my God. did Heaven <laughs> did Heaven make you feel like an angel? Oh my God. We have to stop with the name puns. <laughs> and I also, if you're out there listening, mm. there was some random fine ass person who came up to me at this concert as well later and like grabbed me by the elbow and was like I like your I like your podcast and just walked off damn. Like, just left it. I was like damn and I was like oh. but <laughs> so Whoa. so thank you to shout all out, three of y'all shout out. do people still use this word shout out to that swag it was like a it was like a slow flirt cause to, to grab somebody by the elbow right. is kinda like yeah right but, you know. I like your podcast. And I was looking cute, I have to admit. I saw the photos. You were you were looking pretty snacky. I mean, I always look like an True. entree, but particularly yeah. that day. You look like a so, full-course yeah. meal. Yum, 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 yum. He said I'm protein. Think. <laughs> oh, wow. And, of course, I don't know that reference. It's Cardi. Oh. I said, babe, it's a snack. He said, it's an entree. What song is that? I was listening to the album. Let's let's just edit this out. Best, we can't go back into this music loop, but it's Moneybag. Okay. Obviously. Yeah, sure. I knew that. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, we're on to the <laughs> reviews? Yes. Alrighty. So, like Money said, y'all showed up, showed out in these reviews. So, the first review is from Azure. Azure? Azure. Yeah, Azure. I think. So, they say... I stumbled upon this podcast while searching for a queer podcast, and I fell in love. Yeah. Exclamation point. I look forward to listening to Money and Akita every other week. You ladies have me literally laughing out loud <laughs> as I walk through the streets. Oh. 
I'm a subscriber, a fan, and I'm so happy that a podcast like this exists. Thank you both so, so much. Thank you. And thank you for, like, looking wild in public just to laugh at us. There's, being happy in public does not look wild. If you have your headphones on and you're just hysterically laughing. Yeah, people think, oh, obviously that person is listening to something. People can Listening use... to Quit Walk the Podcast. Obviously. Oh, that's the, right. <laughs> we should make a commercial. Oh, that person is filled with light, love, and joy and laughter. They're obviously listening to Quit Walk. And the next one comes from Mary. Mary says... My lesbian friend suggested your podcast. And I'm <laughs> Why so they for lesbian it. friend though? Why they lesbian? <laughs> because obviously their lesbian friend listens to Queer Walk. Obviously. Anyway, my lesbian friend <laughs> suggested your podcast, and I'm so for it. Anyways, I love y'all and money. You are therapist Bay. Okay. Well, okay. I'm. I'm actually trying to be. Boodoo daddy, Buddha. All right. So. <laughs> Keep your soddy ass out of our reviews. I'm, you know, I just can't do it with the listeners no more, so. Ooh. I'm just going to leave that alone and go on to the next uh, review. <laughs> Not this segment. Not this segment. Uh, so the next one comes from Ecarton. I think that's French, right? They, You know they only did that name because you dragged me because I was saying Canes. And you said, I believe it's Kong because it's <laughs> French. I'm sure that's probably just the the name that they go by. It's, it's no, not. It's no shade to you. They're, this is an inside joke between you and them. I don't know who I feel, is. I feel marginalized. <laughs> oh, come on. Let me just go ahead and bring you back to the center. Anyway, Eckhart says, Hey, Nikita. Interesting See? That I, interesting that I'm first, but who's keeping count? Hey, Nikita. Hey, money. I absolutely love this podcast. We know. You've helped me. You can real. <laughs> I know. That's so No, rude. I'm just saying, because this is obviously a Nikita inside joke. It's not. You've helped me so much in affirming my identity as a queer black woman by highlighting other POC experiences as well as your own. I celebrate my black joy and am unapologetic in it. I know that's right. Yes! Money, you've inspired me and guided me through your mental moments. Oh my God, this is huge. I have sought out a queer black woman therapist and it's way more healing than any previous therapy <laughs> sessions I've attempted. In parentheses, mostly with colonizers. <laughs> <laughs> Nikita, you give me so much joy. You always have me laughing about something. Hearing about your community organization experiences has challenged me to be more active in the queer community and challenge those who are trying to tear us down. You two are incredible people, and I'm looking forward to the next episodes. Thanks so much for everything you do. Yes! Thank that you so, so much. That's, that's such an amazing review, too. That is good. That that was if, really heartfelt, and yeah. it was just, I really appreciate it. If you that. don't want to go write a review, at least go like or yeah. thumbs up. It got third. It got third. It's it got third. Okay. <laughs> go thumbs up theirs. Um, I don't think you can do that on here, can you? Yes, you can. Oh, wow, I feel so hip now. I'm going to just thumbs up everyone's tonight. Uh, the <laughs> next one, I, lo- I you know, that was a, a wonderful one from Air Carto, but I just love a short, sweet one, too. Mm-hmm. So Teddy says, Pacific Islander, whoop, whoop, hashtag Guam, <laughs> love your show. I fuck with that. Guam in the building, <laughs> and we didn't miss, we did not miss AAPI. We did not, we did not miss Asian American Pacific Islander uh, Heritage Month. Yes. So shout out to Teddy, thank you. <laughs> and the last review comes from UGA College Girl, and UGA College Girl says, these WOC, I presume, women of color, are here and they're queer. Both of y'all are so wonderful and inspirational. Thank you for this podcast. It's been wonderful to have on my own journey of self-discovery. Oh, wow. These are really, these are really great. These are so good. These are really like top-notch they reviews. Are. Are. I think it says as much about us as it does about our community. It does. I just, yeah. these are great. I this, needed this. I mean, like I, I am, ju- I just stepped up from trash to recycling mm-hmm. like two days ago. But obviously, our listeners are much better people than I am. Than either one of us. <laughs> I was gonna say I, that, I but saw, I didn't want. I saw the look in your eye where you like. Let me try to pretend to be nice. I appreciate that. <laughs> I just didn't want to throw you because you know. Because if anybody else came for you, right? It's like where's the guillotine, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I can come for you because you're my you're my biffle. 
Anyway. And now... Are we gonna always intro this with that little uh, jingle? What was the jingle? The the mental moment to the beat of... Uh, oh, is that the... Oh, <laughs> see, bitch, you like me singing. She's 5'10 and not into men. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> All right, y'all. So. And just for... Somebody oh just gosh. tweeted. They were like, has this dilemma been solved? Is it fine two or five two? I think that the verdict is it's fine two. Fine, say it again. It's fine. Enunciate two. so they can hear. Fine two. <laughs> okay, you gonna, you gonna act like a five year old about it? But go ahead with your little raggedy mental anyway, moment. And I don't appreciate Koi on SoundCloud talking about it's fine two as, as in also, attractive. Also, I'm you, like, you know what? Like you, you like you, know. like you don't have any command of the English language <laughs> like, or grammar. I, like I don't know what the fuck T O O means. Right. Okay. <laughs> we, you know that we are homosexuals, homos for homophones. We know some distinctions. What you're not going to do is try to act like I don't know what T-O-O means. <laughs> T-O-O, and there are two T-W-O hosts of this program. <laughs> now let's move on to <laughs> my Boom. mental moment. Boom. All right, y'all. So my mental moment, this episode is pride but it's an acronym you know you know how money feels about an acronym i love me an acronym oh my gosh and y'all i worked so hard on this one because i was like i want it to be pride but i gotta see what like you know self-care community care healing shit i could put into it right so since this is our first episode of pride month um, I wanted to do something celebratory filled. Because like I've said on other episodes, like sometimes it can get real heavy when we start talking about the community. And I wanted this to be fun as the mental moment. So, the P. Give the- me a P. <laughs> P. You got your P. You got your P. <laughs> <laughs> what did you really think I was going to do? <laughs> um, so, the P is for the Philadelphia Pride flag. So Big ups again to Philly. I know. Like, this is probably why they're consistently in the top three, because Philly's just on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I'm going to put a link in the, um, in the show notes to uh, an article about this. But last year, Philadelphia actually unveiled a Pride flag. Um, with two extra stripes, a brown stripe and a black stripe. And so the reason why this is uh, the P in my mental moment is that the whole reason for adding those two stripes were for visibility and inclusivity of queer and trans folks of color. So that's lit as fuck. We have our own flag. <laughs> Thanks to Philadelphia. Shout out to Philly. Yes. And it's also it also happens to be the flag that Lena Waithe's cape was made out of. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. Is there, please, is there a listener that is a seamstress? <laughs> Pl- I will pay you the highest top dollar. To make you a To cape? make me a queer cape. <laughs> yeah. And did you see how it converted into the, the, what do you call this? Like a sash? I need that stat. <laughs> I think you should just message Lena like, hey, let me, let me get that cape for pride real quick. Oh, if, yeah. If I'm she's sure. not using it. Right, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that cape is booked all month. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if you notice, her cape had the black and brown stripes also. So, and um, just a little side note that I, I really love the Philly pride flag also because during pride, you'll see the dumbest shit rainbow colored. And we talked about pink washing before. It's like where these companies or stuff just try to slap a rainbow on it to um, to say that they're queer inclusive. Meanwhile, they be racist as fuck, trash as fuck, investing in all this shit. And they just slap a rainbow up during Pride Month and think that they're better. I mean, right. beer companies are notorious for this. Mm-hmm. I logged on to like one, one of these sites that I go to a lot and I saw that the logo was rainbow. I'm like, really? Really? Right. You don't, you don't give two shakes about us the rest of the year, but you just want to throw that up now right. to get the queers to spend a coin there. Right. Um, yeah, so check out the the Philly Pride flag. And if you didn't know about it, now, now you know. You know. <laughs> yes, us colored queers got our own flag. The R stands for raise awareness slash riot slash read. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that was so cute. I know. So, uh, so Pride started as a riot, like I said earlier. Um, I just wanted to include that to not only tie the history, but to, um, to also say that there's no such thing as like a Pride celebration that is like welcoming and inclusive of the police. Like the whole the whole point was that like we were being policed because of our identities, mm-hmm. and to like no longer be policed in that way. Um, and so, like, police presence is heavy so much at Pride's, especially don't have a, a, a black Pride event. Shit, the whole police force would be out there. Girl, just um, burn it down. Yeah, so if you feel like you need to do a, a on-the-spot action, do it. <laughs> I was, I'm thinking about in Toronto, I think it was like two years ago. Maybe it was three now because I'm old. But um, BLM shut down Toronto Pride. Right. And, you know, that is also part of the legacy and history of Pride. Uh, I also... You wanted to say something? I was just going to say, you know, putting my organizer hat on. You, you, It's not good to do an action by yourself. You should, oh, you should plan it and yes. do it collectively with yeah. other people and just think about... Um, yes, be safe during Yeah, think yeah. about, like, who wants to get arrested, who doesn't want to get arrested. Mm-hmm. You just you don't just go up there and be like, you know what? It's I'm nice out. <laughs> I'm going to start a riot. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is true. Thank and the reality you. is that there's probably if there's not, but there there might be an organization that has experience in your community doing this kind of work. Already so you should doing get in, it. Right. So yeah. just get in touch with them. Yeah. Just post a status like y'all try to shut down crap. <laughs> <laughs> just see who comments. <laughs> <laughs> and so the R I also wanted to uh add as raise awareness because um, like I know I'm not an in the streets person anymore. It just takes a lot out of me. It's like really depressing. Um, but I, you know, I have a big ass mouth. So I'll be raising awareness about stuff. You do. Um, this this could look like getting involved with like a, a local organization or something. Um, and reading queer authors. Mm. Uh, yeah, so the R raise awareness, riot and read. You know, we out here making some really good ass books, y'all. Check them out. I mean, I myself am published, but uh, not. Oh, bitch! <laughs> what you got published? Um, so I wrote an article called "Respect My Ratchet: The Liberatory Consciousness of Ratchetness." Um, yeah, and it's it's like freely available. You could just Google. Can you please put that? I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, don't don't be co- <laughs> now is not the time to be coquettish. You're like, oh really? I just. Yeah. Can I do that? And, and I mean, and y'all know me. It's about ratchet, but it's gay as fuck. So, gay, gay, gay. The I is for identify your community. I think this is the most healing piece of pride for me. Like I remember the first, my first pride, and like why I continue to show up. You know, not only because, like I said, we don't get a lot of chances to celebrate our identities, but also because you always meet somebody new at Pride, whether that's Summer Bay or Forever Bay or new friends. What? <laughs> I just like these different uh, different spheres of Bay. Yeah, I mean, you know, just because some somebody is not like an eternal Bay, don't doesn't mean that they're not just a bay. as important, right? Yeah. yeah, I see what you're doing. You know, um, and so some tips I have for identifying your community is you can um, just look up the local LGBT community orgs like around you. I know for a lot of us, those are either, like, really far or hella white. But usually, there are a lot of disgruntled queers of color from those organizations. Not disgruntled. <laughs> yeah, so when you show up, they'll put you in contact with the nearest queer folk of color. That's how I met you. That is so true. <laughs> we were some disgruntled... I mean, we still are disgruntled <laughs> queers, but... Touche, bitch. Yeah. Um, or try to find events. So, um, like, you know, Pride Month is popping with events. I mean, um, our community curator, Sasha. Um, Ooh, shout I, out yeah. to motherfucking Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. Uh, first of all, you've been the homie since, like, the first day I met you, even though I didn't know your real name for, like, eight years. But <laughs> but you've definitely helped us uh, on the back end of this here program. So, thank you so much. So, she sort of started a list of like pride events and so the you know the, while these are nationwide i can definitely put them in the um info box but there's a f- pride fest in alaska so pff, alaska damn pride <laughs> fest out in alaska yeah and What's it's that this like? weekend probably hella white 
But, uh, no, you know what? You're not going to erase the indigenous That's folks. what I was just about to say. Um, New Mexico Pride is coming up. Ooh, that's um, probably finna be lit. Yeah. L.A. Pride concert. So they actually are selling tickets for that. That's a ticketed event because there's going to be performers there. Um, and Black and Latino Gay Pride.com also has like a list of Black and Latino Pride events. So thanks, Bitch. Sasha, for like, you know, putting the community on to those coming up. So that's the I. The D is dance. And, and, you know... You know, we some music loving. I, uh, the D needs to be dance. Okay? Because yeah. I'm like, I, I love music. Y'all all know that. I feel like there's a way that music seeps into every episode. Truly. So here, here are some just light dance suggestions of queer artists of color that I think can get you shaking that ass. Um, and you know, and you know, dancing is also therapeutic yeah, and, and like helpful for getting active and all that stuff releases endorphins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all know that. Um, so my dance suggestions for pride month, Tierra Thomas just released a new, um, project. And I don't know if y'all remember who Tierra Thomas is, but she's the one from the hook of that Wale song. Is it that? Yeah, I never did. But well, I should know how uh, uh, I've been Yeah. yeah. Well. Look at me. She, I was about to say, aren't you surprised? But that was, what, five years it ago? It was five years ago. You just heard it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, she just released a new project. It's really good. Um, and she's queer. So, shout out to... What? You, I knew that when I saw her. But, I mean, for some other people, it needs to be confirmed. Um, also, <laughs> shout out to Kaylani. <laughs> Janelle Monet for that matter. Um, but on while we on this dance wave, so Tierra Thomas's new project, I think it's called FWMM, Fucking with My Mental. Mm. Baby Mother, Forever Suggestion. Sure. Um, I mean, for all of the obvious reasons, but also because if you want to shake your ass, her music will get you there. Quay Dash is another suggestion. So Quay Dash has really good, like, like, like bass. Beast so okay. yeah, if you're into that kind of, you know. Um, Cakes the Killer, if you are into like more fast upbeat, kind of like, you know, dancey, EDM-y vibes. And any bounce artist. I mean, just just throw a rock and hit a bounce artist and it's a probably right, a queer right, person right. of color. But, you know, over here we stand for the queen diva, Big Frida. Big Frida. Yes. So, yeah. So, those are just some of my suggestions for dancing. So, be sure to release your wiggle. <laughs> oh, okay. I like how <laughs> You're a condescending <laughs> monster. Money to monster. Hashtag it. <laughs> All right. And the E to end out this mental moment is engage with an elder or a gay bee. And so... And y'all know I y'all know that I'm a marriage and family therapist, and part of why I have any faith in that field is because it's intergenerational, and I firmly believe in intergenerational activism, intergenerational movement, <coughs> and intergenerational community. So uh, we talked about this, you know, with where I'm thinking about specifically with Kwanzaa, with like the intergenerational queer community. But Pride is the best time to like listen to the stories of the elders. Um, and then I, like, I want it to be bi-directional too. Cause they, when they hear from us, it's kind of like the legacy and the stuff that they did, you know, we're stepping up into that. Um, even though the language might be different, give the elders a break, y'all. Like y'all see how fast language changes. Like, dang, don't let language limit you from having a conversation with an elder this mm -hmm. pride month. Touche. And the gabies. I have, I'm working with like all teenagers right now, mm -hmm. pretty much. I think I have like four adult clients and they're like, so many of them are queer kids and I'm just like really excited by that. And it's, and I know, I just know for a fact how important it is for them to have you as their therapist, you yeah. know? Yeah. And That's I, huge. I just, yeah, I love it. It, it just like shows me. I don't know, kind of like that world building stuff. So like that, there's another world is possible mm -hmm. because I could have never imagined, you know, being so 
like out and cool with it as a right. 12, 13, 14 at year all. old. Yeah. Yeah. And just looking at you like, girl, get your language together. Step, right. step, right. your, step your demi up, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Um, so, yeah. So that's my acronym for pride. So. So, Nikita, you want to... I didn't have a word. Mm -hmm. So we're going to roll it into the topic. No, we're not. We have a thing to talk about. Oh my gosh. What do we have? I just wanted to say a few words about the recent Supreme Court decision. Okay. You're looking at... Y'all, money is giving me this look like, bitch, if you don't do this in seven minutes, (laughs) your ass is Because y'all know how Nikita be. I just have one more thing. I just have one more thing. Ooh, I just did that on the the show with T with Queen and Jay. And I said, now they have experienced what I experienced bi-weekly. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so the Supreme Court just upheld... um, So people... Might remember, it was like a few years ago, there was this, I don't remember where it was. Um, it might have, I think it was in Colorado. This um, baker, Jack Phillips, um, said that he wasn't going to bake this cake for the same-sex couple, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? And obviously, the that couple um, got a lawyer, and then, you know, they it's the case went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And, of course, this guy invoked his religious beliefs, mm-hmm. right, saying mm-hmm. that that's why he didn't want to. And I watched this video of him, and he's like, you know, my job is, he's like, you know, the thing I want to do is, like, serve the Lord. I'm like, Jesus don't give two fucks about, about who you cake. making a cake for, but, you know, whatever. So, um, anyway, a lot of people were really distraught over this, um, over the Supreme Court opinion, um, but it's really important to point out what actually the like the court was um, ruling on. So the case originally went to some state level commission. And so the, the Supreme court voted seven to two. I mean, that's, you know, it's like a, that's not like a close mm-hmm. vote. Um, but they just said that the, the Baker was treated with hostility and bias by a state commission that concluded his actions violated a state anti-discrimination law. And so somebody on the commission, I mean, I fucks with what they said. They were, somebody on the state-level commission was like, well, religion was used to justif- throughout history to justify slavery, the Holocaust, and other, all other kinds Come on, of state representative. But, the, but, but as, as far as I understand, and if somebody understands better, correct me, they said that the like that kind of hostility towards religion made it so that the commission wasn't what? neutral on um wasn't neutral in like honestly weighing whether his like religious beliefs were um were sincere and like taken to an account so um but in some of the in the written opinions though there's some decent stuff that actually came out so, like, uh, Justice Kennedy said, it's a general rule that such objections, objections meaning, like, I'm not going to do something, I'm not going to mm-hmm. serve somebody because of my religious beliefs, do not allow business owners and other actors in the economy and society to deny protected persons equal access to goods and services under a neutral and generally applicable public accommodations law. That's all fancy language to say that there, at least there's some acknowledgement that um, that is not... Um, Businesses are not actually allowed to like d- discriminate. Um, yeah. So people. then, why was this upheld? I'm confused because it's not like he's running Christian Cakes Incorporated, right? Like, but it's said, but like his argument is that he has sincere, and you know, this has been the wave of the way that the right has been talking about it. It's like he has sincere, quote unquote, religious beliefs that do not allow him making the cake would sanction same sex marriage. That's that's his argument, and so him and his basic bakery would sanction. Same yeah. sex marriage. Yeah, so that that's his argument, and then I can't find it. But there was another quote. I got no patience. For so this that's why they were saying that it was. This is why it's more of like a technical thing. So they said that the commission, right? That commission where that person made, which yes, is a, yeah. a generally correct statement, right? Was his was his was hostile towards him? Were his um his religious beliefs, and that that was that's not consistent with like the first amendment so it's mainly like um as as i understand like about how this commission operated but there was also i can't um there's somebody i think it was another chief justice that said something about like um oh so justice kennedy said something that like 
LGBT or like gays and lesbians. I mean, they're not using no LGBT. Um, they said that they actually like LGBT or lesbian and gay people actually do have dignity and are entitled um, to certain rights. And um, so like that's kind of like a silver lining in it. So it's like that. Girl, let's just cut all this out because I don't know what I'm talking about. It's fine. We're going to go right on to the You work. do know. You I say, really don't. No, you, you do this all the time. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, bitch, you sitting here breaking it down to me. Because I would have just read it and been like, this is fuckery and, like, skip to the next thing. It's why I appreciate the word so much. It's why I appreciate, like, podcasts like, I don't know, like, Black Joy Mixtape and, like, other folks who sit here and break down this legal stuff. Like, it's, oh, my gosh. Lena from Bag Ladies. Like, because I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand this stuff. <laughs> so, all I, all I see is that, like, this, this bakery was on some fuckery. And it was like upheld. So, yeah, it's, I, yeah, but it's it was upheld because the commission acted non-objectively, and this is why feminist methodology in all aspects is so important. Because it ain't no fucking such thing as an objective sure, committee. Sure. Like we all have subjectivity, we all have situated knowledges, we all have feelings about religion. And no matter how quote unquote objective somebody pretends to be, you still have an orientation to the world. And object objectivity is actually a tool of colonialism. Cause it's looking at an other as if you have no stance in yourself. And that sanctions all kind of fuckery too. So we can move it on along if you want. We can. <laughs> I just I just want to read this uh quote. So from bakery. a damn bakery. A bakery. Um, and there's, there's this quote in here, it's funny, where even, like, one of the justices, because they also try to use, like, the First Amendment argument, and one of the justices was basically, like, it's really, like, you pushing it to be, like, baking a cake is about <laughs> first, you know, free speech, but whatever. Um, but Shannon Minter, a legal director with the National Center for Lesbian uh, Rights, says that even though this is, so it was a narrow ruling, it still leaves intact the long-standing principle that states can require businesses open to the public to serve everyone, even when some businesses believe that doing so violates their religious beliefs. So it's like, this was not like, it's, this is not like necessarily a great, you know, ruling for us now, but like there's still some like basic things. Good implications for the future. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's all fucked up, but. Yeah. I feel like that, that dude in that meme right With now. With the hands? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. well, yeah. well. All right. You know that's the chant. We're here. We're queer. We're fabulous. Don't fuck with us. You never heard that? No. It's one of my favorite. It was I have been chance. put on. Yeah. <laughs> Name of the episode right there. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> that's pretty long, though. <laughs> so, moving on along. Oh, my God. We've been skipping this segment. Yeah. And it's funny, it. though, because in the times that we've been skipping it, it seems like you've been racking up. No, I have not. So shut up. Oh, I got to shut up now? Yeah. Anyway, um, this segment is, so, because you're going to stop cutting me off. Anyway, this segment is Curved Chronicles. And yeah. you might be asking, gee willikers, what is a Curved Chronicle? A Curved Chronicle is a chronicle about you being curved or about someone else curving you. Curving you. No, you no, curving, you curving someone, someone. Or someone, someone curving, curving you. you. Or just a general win or a woes in queer women of color dating. See, yeah. And you can submit these to queerwalkpod at gmail.com because uh, we need Curve Chronicles because mm-hmm. while Nikita tried to put me on blast, talking about, I've just been racking them up. I told y'all, my heart is shut. Oh, my God. Until <laughs> further notice, um, I will not be getting any kind of feelings in any kind of way. That's not how that happens. That is how You're you going to be on your Deborah Cox. How <laughs> did you get here? Bitch, I took the bus. <laughs> Bitch, your heart can't talk. <laughs> Why were how little children we- doing that? How did all do that. I don't know. It's uh, so inappropriate. It was, it's like a black that's a black cultural My <laughs> heart said no, no. Bitch, your heart <laughs> ain't talk. 
It's just so it's so it's inappropriate. So disrespectful. Deborah did not deserve that. <laughs> that was so much fun as a kid though. And I remember we did something similar to a Janet Jackson song. <laughs> Save it for another episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Let's so, get into these curved chronicles. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give y'all a specific curved chronicle because there's just been so many <laughs> that I don't even know where to start. But um, y'all know I am just an icon living. Start a record label, Miss Bitch. Just did it. Um, so I just been. <laughs> I just been. Okay, so y'all know this about me. I'm real familiar, right? Like, the way I meet people is just like, you're my friend. It's because, you know, community-ass bitches. I just am always trying to connect with folks. And that means I come to things with, like, a really open heart. But I'm also who I am. And so <laughs> and so that means no matter how... How do I say this? Like, I feel like people, like, read me in this weird way because they're like, damn, she, she doesn't... She doesn't talk like what I expect a PhD student to talk like. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like right, all that right, like right. class classes respectability shit. Sure. I don't do that. My hair be blue, purple. They like, what? Right. Who this bitch? Um, and and so like when all of that kind of aligns, I feel like I'm kind of like weird to digest in some ways because people think that this is like a character. Mm-hmm. This is me. Like we turn these mics on. Nikita is really my biffle. Like <laughs> we are really in my living room. Like I am really. The, the bitch who problematizes everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how my brain works. It's how I absorb the world. I feel like it's how I, like, have been able to, like, su- keep surviving mm-hmm. um, through, like, this black feminist, queer baddie critique of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that makes it really hard to date. Like, it really does. And so, I remember a couple years ago when I went to Encore, we, uh, like, there was, there's a group of uh, cutie pock baddies that usually go to Encore, and we would always talk about how we was trying to find social justice bay. What is Encore? <laughs> People might not know what Oh, that it's is. the National Conference for Race and Ethnicity in Higher Education. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, well, I won't say ridiculous, but, like, registration is astronomically priced as all higher education conferences are and so the people who should be there and who need to be in that space like end up a lot of times getting left out yeah that's that's not unlike all conferences i've ever been to i'm like who the fuck can pay this right like who can just be like that no problem right that's that's rent for me the registration rate so um I, i mean thankfully uh this university like paid for me to go so, um, y'all re-redoing something. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just hit me with her tail, too. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, that was, like, trying to find Social Justice Bay. And, like, I think I let that go a couple of years ago because we are all, like, constantly evolving as yeah. far as, like, politics and political stances and, um, and also, like, sharpening our analysis of things and... You know, a bitch be reading, mm-hmm. your your whole world changed yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I you came over last night, I was reading this Alice Walker book. I don't know what the fuck Alice is talking about. Love her, still love her. She's she still hashtag goals, but have no idea what she's talking about in this book. Um and I don't I don't mean I don't want to get specific, but it does make it hard to date because people um feel like you are critiquing them. Right. Like, they take it, like, real personal when you be like, oh, that's that's that patriarchy and, like, I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm just not good with the language. That's not true. You know um, you know that's not that's not true at all. You the most breaking it down, clear thinking, clear explaining bitch I know. I thought so. You are. Obviously not, bitch. I mean, kind of like I told you, though, when you're... Um, I, it, it's actually extremely dis, disarming and almost sometimes like catastrophic to have your whole worldview thrown into question. I remember when I was um, back in undergrad, I had a friend who used to be like really religious, and but then she was also like a philosophy student. She was really interested mm-hmm. in like all different kinds of like black feminisms and that kind of thing. And she said like she said she literally when she first learned about all this stuff, she would just go home and cry. She was like mm-hmm. devastated because she was like, 
all the stuff that she loved learning um, about and all the stuff right. she loved thinking through, it just, it wasn't jiving with, yeah. like, the like the hard-line, conservative, like, narrow um, worldview that she mm-hmm. had grown up with. And she mm-hmm. was, like, she was, like, it really just, like, um, she's, like, it yeah. just, like, put me in, like, a really, like, a state of despair. Mm-hmm. And so I think mm-hmm. that... People, um, and sometimes it's like someone's not going to articulate it as, oh, my God, you're coming for my whole worldview. But I think that they respond in ways and they bristle when you, it's kind of like a, um, you know, when you like pull on a string. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm just about to rip this little bit bit off. But then you keep pulling it and then the whole garment falls falls apart. how How it comes out, the response isn't, wow, you've, you've really. Exactly. Shaking the way I've been thinking about life, what comes out is like, oh, bitch, you mad? You right. just an angry bitch. Like, right. And I'm like, no, actually, when I'm talking about this stuff, sure, it, sure, it hurts because like oppression hurts, but I'm usually pretty chill, right? And and that's something that I think I've like learned through academia, no matter how like vicious this thing is. But like, I'm able to stay engaged in this. Like, here's my point. Right. Kind of like devoid of any kind of emotion. So I'm like, oh, let's right. talk. And then I'm also, because I've had so many fucking failed relationships and failed situationships, like I'm very aware of like how I want to be treated now yeah. and how I treat other people. And so I'm like, I noticed that you feel this way. Right. Like, can can we acknowledge my emotions? And right. the only shit that people see for me is anger. You mad. Like, oh, you mad. Right. You mad. I'm like, I'm not mad. But if you keep saying I'm mad, I'm going to I'm going to be mad. Right. <laughs> like, that's just, I feel like that's anybody. Um, And so, yeah, I've just been going through that. And I was kind of beating myself up about feeling so down about it. Because, like, I did a, I did a Snapchat rant about it. And Jane told me to put it on the podcast. So I'm trying to. But I really just don't want to talk about it. Because it's so... Like, it's a type of lonely... Okay. All right. So I was having this conversation with Sequoia. I think I told you about this too. But like, when I say like, there's like isolation and loneliness and being like, I guess a radical ass queer woman of color. It's not my community. I have friends that are bomb as fuck. Yeah. I have mentors. Right. I have family. My mama is amazing. I know she's listening to this. Shout out, mommy. Shout out to Sherry. <laughs> My sisters are incredible. But I don't have, like... You know, I, there's there's no, like, intimacy. Right. A specific kind of... sexual right, intimacy. Right, right, And that's what, I'm, that's what I mean about, like, it feeling isolating. And it's, like, really hard... To have that when you're filtering everything through this worldview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess I, I just get to the point where I'd be like, is it worth it? Like, can, I could, I could not be, I could not be radical no more. I could mm-hmm. just like act like none of this stuff really exists, and uh, all of our interactions are not racialized or sexualized or Gender. informed uh-huh. by capitalism at all. Yeah. I could just sit here and act like none of that. Just just so I can like But you can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Once I can't. you once you know you can't unknow. Right. Right. And then but even before <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm it's okay, you're it sick. In. But even before I knew, like you told me this yesterday and it kinda made me mad in the moment, but it was right. Mm. That even before I knew uh, even before I knew what capitalism was, right, I knew the ways that it had failed my family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I knew that that had to do with race. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like... For, so before learning, I guess, the theory and the words for this shit, like, I just had the experience of right. it. And I was mad. I bet like, it I had was, feelings yes, about those experiences. Right. I was just like, something is wrong here. Like, why Why do I have the same textbook that my mom had when she right. was in my school? Right. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Like, how, like, how is this happening? And, you know, um, I went to school. I went to a school that wore uniform. And so, like, all these things, you know, like, you see... How other people get to live as a kid, like you pick on, you pick up on that, and even all through like undergrad, not really knowing about like black women who were feminists who were writing about this stuff, I always like knew, you know, and that was not a good experience. It felt like I was alone and I'm going crazy because like there's nothing else out there like this. And then learning about this that it's been going on since the beginning of time, it just made me feel like better. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that's, that's what's most painful is like, you know, that I want to date preferably like 
a black queer woman and to think that there are black queer women women out there who don't it I mean I think something that you and I have talked about it's not even necessarily dating somebody who a black queer woman who already has that worldview mm-hmm. but at least like be would want to be open to it like all I'm saying is like like black women deserve happiness and yeah. like freedom like exactly. I don't I don't think that that's I don't know. You know, like I always say, it shouldn't be that like wild of an idea, but the, you know, the ideological apparatus is always pumping out all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not just, you know, the people in the dominant groups, you know, that imbibe that yeah. and like internalize it, but we it's also it's also us too. Yeah. And I guess I'm just thinking about that as like, you know, my my preference was like, okay, a black queer woman because I would think that I don't have to do this. Right. Like if you're black and queer and a woman, then you understand mm-hmm. like how this shit works. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. Right. And so I'm like, well, what even is preferences? <laughs> like, right. Kind of like the episode we did with Ahmad. Like, what's the point of all this shit? Um, I think the thing for this last thing, this last situation, I think it was just like the, not even a lack of openness, but just like, a visceral hostility to yeah, it. Yeah, I was treated like the opponent. Yeah, and and I think that that of uh, that is kind of gender too. Like people say things like this to me, like I didn't expect you to be this dominant, right? Or like it's stuff like, and it's because I'm like femme presenting, right? right. Mo- most of the time, I look like a femme, feminine right. woman, and so to say things like that means that you have some sort of expectation because of the way I do my gender. Um, and it's kind of like like chin checking me to exactly. be like bitch, get back in your place. Exactly, right? Yeah, I'm not with that. I just want you know. <laughs> me and Nikita had the dikiest moment the other day. We were laying on my bed with my cat Riri, yeah, and we were watching Brittany Griner's Instagram. It was pretty. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised the I'm surprised this apartment didn't just like, just float off to another otherworldly queer plane. <laughs> and I just want, you know, what her and Sherelle have. Just like, I believe that there are gender non-conforming, androgynous, masculine-presenting women or folks out there who are totally cool with twerking and, like, having a femme partner who has a, like, a fucking opinion. Right. About anything. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And there are. I I know that there are and I believe that there are. (laughs) Jay said she knows too. (laughs) Who are they? I think that's... That's what I I was hoping that's not what that meant. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully Pride Month will bring a lot more luck Mm -hmm. on the... uh, Intimate front. Yeah. You know, I have my crystal grid up with my rose quartz in the middle, so. What does that mean? Oh, we can't get into okay. that right now. Maybe that'll be my next mental moment. That'll be good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Somebody sent that to me in in a mention on Twitter, and I was like, I get this. Yes. I'm with it. I'm here. I mean. Understanding this reference. Yes. I feel like Cardi B is like an Orisha of this podcast. We have Orishas, high priestesses. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We have like a pantheon of goddesses. <laughs> we do. Or goddesses. Goddex. Yeah, oh! that's the gender neutral. You see? I like it. All right, y'all. Again, you can submit your Curve Chronicle to QueerWalkPod at gmail.com. Um... Use the hashtag to respond. Maybe you feel kind of like it's harder to date because you a radical-ass queer woman of color, too. Right. Um, drop those stories off. In our Gmail at QueerRockPod at gmail.com. Thanks. So we're going to get out of here because Nikita is sick. Can I just do the one thing? Yeah, do the one thing for okay. the one thing. <laughs> I love your specificity. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I, I'm always talking about the Worker Center on here, mm-hmm. on this here show. And, um, I mean, there's just been, like, a really devastating uh, tragedy that has rocked the organization. Yeah. Uh, one of our members, her daughter, um, she's recently, recently um, killed. And um, her, um, our member, Estella, 
um, and her daughter Selena was just recently killed. Mm-hmm. And Selena had, um, a, he was a little over one year old. Um, his name is Owen, and um, he's missing. Um, and so, like, uh, it's just been really impressive and amazing to see yeah. the way that the Syracuse um, community and broader central New York and, like, western New York um, has really um, come through and shown support um, from this immigrant worker family. And a lot of people, unfortunately, are using this opportunity, you know, the organization has done a really good job of beating back a lot of, like, the anti-immigrant rhetoric, but yeah. like, that's definitely out there. And so one of the things that we're asking, I mean, we know that y'all are not here physically, but there is, like, a GoFundMe to help um, Estella and her family. Estella has three beautiful, amazing um other children, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're just amazing and they're wonderful. So I would love it if you all could just, you know, keep them in your thoughts. And even if it's $5, $10, whatever you're able to do, if you're just yeah. able to drop off something um, in the GoFundMe um, for them, that would really uh, mean a lot. And that's like a definitely a concrete thing that you can do yeah, to support um, immigrants, um, immigrant farm workers here in um, New York State, upstate yeah. New York. And I, I, I mean, I can even say if you, I'll put the link in the description to the GoFundMe, but even if you, the first thing you access is our PayPal, any donations from this episode will go mm-hmm. to the GoFundMe. Yeah, we so, would really appreciate that. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, Nikita is always talking about the Worker Center mm-hmm. and how, like, how she's been a part of it, so this is really close. Yeah. It's like a family member. Yeah. And, um, you know, it just hurts because Selena was 18. 18, Yeah. Yeah. So check check on your folks, love on your folks, mm-hmm. especially, you know, like immigrant folks, documented folks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I won't say more because I don't want to like get all passionate, start crying and shit. But, you know, That's okay. pe- people bank on us not being in community. Exactly. And we are. Exactly. We are in community. Exactly. We, we here for each other. Exactly. And so, presente. Presente Selena. Selena, see. All right. All right. Bye, y'all. All All right. See y'all. Deuces.